My stepdaughter's entitled boyfriend has ruined her life, been incredibly entitled, and made the both of them completely homeless. And now we're hoping that my stepdaughter can see the errors of her ways and finally come back home after dumping her boyfriend to the curb. Here's what happened. So for the sake of the story, I'm going to call my stepdaughter's entitled boyfriend Ralph. And obviously, that's not his real name. Now, Ralph has a tendency to break, ruin, and tear up everything he touches. My daughter, who is actually a sweet and endearing young woman, whom I love dearly, has, like many young women, self-esteem issues that have allowed herself to be led astray by people like Ralph. In the year that they've been together, she's lost everything. But at 23, she is old enough to learn her lessons without us parents coming to her rescue until she gets rid of Ralph and back on track. When they first got together, they lived with her dad and myself for a few months. It very quickly became apparent that Ralph had a chip on his shoulder when it came to me. He would carry stories to my husband, causing us to argue, despite my husband telling Ralph many, many times that my house was mine and everything in it was mine. But Ralph would keep asking my husband, not me, if he could have various things in my house. He also kept getting more and more animals, despite the fact that we would tell him no more. Now, neither were taking care of the ones that they had, and they weren't buying dog or cat food or cat litter. My husband and I were, and they weren't picking up the messes, while also not training them and just allowing them to tear up our belongings. Now, Mary Jane is legal in our state, if you know what I mean, and there is a dispensary in our town, and the only work that these two would do is door delivery, and she would just do her job for the daily payout just to then get enough money for Ralph to make a purchase at the dispensary every day, along with eating at fast food restaurants on top of that. The moment that Ralph's chip on his shoulder came to me was when they brought my husband a soda one night, while also walking in the back door right past me, while calling out, oh, we got you one, it's your favorite soft drink, and they were saying this to my husband in the living room with zero inclusion of me. Now, another example is my stepdaughter asking if she could use my debit card to go get the four of us drinks at a local convenience store one hot day. My husband and I were unloading stuff from the truck and trailer in the backyard, which honestly was no problem. However, when checking my account, they spent $20 on food for Ralph without even asking. The final straw came along when I told them that they had to replace the bedroom door that their dog chewed the bottom out of, while also refusing to allow them to get a pit bull mix that they wanted to rescue, even though it had a bite history. I did not want that entering my home. And by this point, they moved to my stepsister's mother's house. But honestly, this is just the tip of the iceberg at how awful Ralph truly was. During their time there, my stepdaughter kept getting tickets in her car, which is only registered to my husband. They were not paying their insurance, which by the way, I had bought my stepdaughter her own policy and paid the startup out of my money when they lived with us. And I didn't pay the plate renewal either. Now her license is suspended and it costs my husband about $600 to get plates. Again, in his name only. Plus, they had damaged the car and it needed repairs. So he took it from them before her license was suspended. But after the police took the plates from the car, my husband let her use the truck, which was on my insurance policy. But unfortunately, Ralph drove the truck. He has no license. And to top it all off, he blew the motor in it. And now it's sitting and it can't even be used. I told my husband I would put the car on my insurance for him, but only if he drove it. And if he returned it to them, I was canceling the insurance, which I stood by. Nevertheless, Ralph called daily, demanding my husband return the car to them once it was legal and fixed. After three weeks, my husband finally said, look, jerk, I don't know what it is that you think you're trying to accomplish here, but you're not demanding anything from me and you're not getting the car back. I may have originally bought it for her before she got with you, but it is my car in my name and I'm keeping it 
it in lieu of the truck you ruined. Don't call me again about the car. Now, we have been hearing of ongoing disputes between my husband's ex and Ralph. Things got so bad there that Ralph told my husband's ex-wife to pack up her stuff and get out. And this is all in her own home. Another time, Ralph said to her, shut up and remember who you're talking to. So we all decided it was time to let our daughter hit rock bottom since she wasn't seeing how Ralph had taken her from being a sweet, lovable, well-liked and responsible girl who was also in a college nursing program all the way to this person with a criminal history and no prospects at the moment. My husband's ex-wife moved in with her boyfriend, turning the power off at the home that she had been renting and told her former landlord whom she was actually longtime friends with that she wouldn't allow it to affect their friendship if he convicted them for squatting. When my stepdaughter called wanting to come back, my husband told her that she could, but Ralph absolutely could not. Now, they were staying at a homeless shelter in town where Ralph's mom lives, and to top it all off, even Ralph's mom won't let them live with her either. Now, we hate seeing her go through this, but the entitled jerk who is Ralph that she just won't let go of has really brought her down, and she can do so much better than this guy. This guy actually told us once that he couldn't work at a factory that he interviewed at, all because it was climate controlled, and his heart condition won't allow that. Then, he argued with me and my husband that climate controlled meant controlled by the climate, so it was hot in the summer and cold in the winter. We haven't seen him hold a job or do anything useful and productive since they've been together. And instead, he just uses and demands stuff from people. And it's really unfortunate how he's ruined my stepdaughter. Yeah, Ralph does not sound like a good person. He sounds like one of those guys who is clearly using everybody around them and is just trying to find a new way to get by. He doesn't hold a job. He doesn't do anything like that. But instead, he found this 23-year-old girl and he's like, yeah, I'm going to stay with you, baby. And as a result, he's just dragging her down. That's really unfortunate. But honestly, if I was in your shoes, I would do the same thing. I would take a step back and be like, okay, this is the results of your actions. This is the man that you want to date. This is no longer our problem. And now look at them. They're homeless, they have no car, and they have a criminal record. Like seriously, at that point, it's time to have some self-reflection and be like, oh wow, Ralph is the problem. Let's kick Ralph to the curb. So hopefully your stepdaughter can see the errors of her ways and she can come back from this and do better in her life because Ralph is not the answer. And frankly, this guy is only going to drag her down even more. If you like Am I the Jerk, you're probably going to love Am I the Genius. Check it out, link down below in the description. Also, go to amithejerk.com slash submit if you would like to submit your own stories. An entitled customer freaks out when they're checking out at my store, angry and furious that they got an item for free when they believe that they should be charged full price. And I've never been more baffled by anybody's logic in my life. Here's what happened. So I work in a supermarket and our policy is to give an item for free if it scans higher than the ticketed price. As I often am, I was called over my headset to check a price on something that scanned higher for the customer than they expected. Reaching the location in the aisle, I noticed an old price ticket that should have been removed previously. It was still there and it was giving the impression that this item was half price. So I informed the checkout operator that the price was wrong and I thought that was it. A couple of minutes later, I hear a call over the speakers informing that there was an aggressive customer at the front end. Basically, this means as many team members as possible should attend in order to scare a customer that may be physically violent into backing down with a large presence there. Myself and a manager got there first and this guy was going on about how he wasn't charged right for his items. He has four items and following the same policy that gave him the first one free, he would get all the subsequent items for the price advertised on the shelf. So he had one for free and three half price. He insisted that it was wrong and it should be more expensive. Myself and the manager clearly explained how the policy worked and that he was actually much better off 
off because he got one for free, but he wasn't having it and kept arguing about it and told us to just charge him for all of them. As soon as the final one was put through, which was half price, his whole tone changed and he calmed down immediately, saying it's already cheap enough, he doesn't understand why it should be free, and then just proceeded to leave. I should also point out that this item, even at full price, is under $5 each, so it's not big money, but anything free these days should definitely be considered a win. Yeah, the guy in this story was being really weird. Who gets angry over being charged, what, less than $7, basically? Like, you already have one item free, why can't you just roll with it? Why cause such a big scene over something so small? And I agree with the original poster here. If something is being advertised as free, and you're getting it legitimately for free, then you should just take it and run. Like, that's what I would do. You're not stealing from them, they're giving it to you for free. Like, there's nothing wrong going on right now. So yeah, the guy in that story was being really weird, and there was literally no reason to act like that in the first place. An entitled, awful customer treated me like garbage, claiming that I didn't know what I was doing, despite the fact that I was doing everything I can to help them out. And when I heard about this from a coworker, it honestly ruined my day. And I'm so sick of customers treating service workers like garbage. Here's what happened. So at my job, we are shorthanded. And when I come into work, I don't know what to expect when I come in. I'm either working several departments all alone or I'm on the register. We are short staffed because people are quitting. Half the store associates got chosen to do a week-long inventory project and hours have been cut. I come in for my shift and I'm told I won't be on the floor and instead will be a cashier outside because they don't have any. So there's no one in my area to assist customers because I'm on the register and we can't leave the register area. And this has happened several times before. Eventually, a man comes in and needs some stuff loaded because he has had back surgery. I let him know ahead of time that there's no one out there, but I can page on the intercom for someone to come and help. Usually, when you page for a loader, no one who works inside comes along to get involved unless a manager also gets involved. Some of the managers just expect you to find a solution yourself. And last time, I was told to just keep paging. Well, no one comes out, so I try again. Now, he is already getting frustrated. He goes inside and suddenly the cashier's manager pages me to go load the customer, not realizing that I'm on the register. So I call her on the work phone. She forgets I'm on the register and goes to get me some help. She pages for the guy, but no one comes. Then she tells another manager, and first he tells her to do it, but ends up getting two other guys. Seconds later, after her page, several other associates page on the intercom that a customer needs help loading. And of course, it's for the guy. The cashier manager has no choice but to come out and do it herself. She loads as well as two other guys that worked in different areas. Then suddenly the cashier manager comes to my register saying how the guy went inside and was bad-mouthing me to everybody in there. He supposedly said to one person that the little girl out there doesn't know what she's doing. But thankfully, she supposedly stood up for me. Now, I worked here for years and was aware how things were going to turn out. But honestly, when I heard about that, this honestly ruined my entire day. Wow, what an awful customer. Like, for starters, how can someone not understand that people at a cash register that has, you know, money in it, they're not allowed to leave their station and they have to stay put. Like, it really sounded like the original poster was doing everything they could to fix this issue. And instead of being patient and compassionate about the situation, this guy turned into a massive jerk. And the fact that he had back surgery honestly has nothing to do with it. I know people who have had really bad surgeries as well, and they never act like this in public when they're recovering as well. So seriously, overall, people just suck. And no matter how hard you try to please everybody around you, there's always going to be one guy around the corner who simply cannot be pleased. My wife is suddenly acting incredibly different, as her personality has changed nearly overnight and her behaviors have become 
very cold and reclusive, and I'm honestly not sure if she's having an affair or not. And at this point, I seriously don't know what to do. Here's what happened. My wife and I have been together for 14 years, and we've been married for seven. We have a seven-year-old son and a rather comfortable and happy life. We own a house, we have no debts, and we are in good health. Our relationship is stable, although we argue from time to time like any other couple, I guess. Since the birth of our son, my wife has voluntarily chosen to stop working and invest the time into parenting instead. I have always supported her with her decision and naturally took over the part of earning the money and paying the bills. I love my wife. She is an incredibly caring mother, sometimes even a bit too much, and she is warm-hearted and attentive to the needs of me and my son. We know and trust each other, and we were always kind of proud of the strategy of our connection, which got us through some rough patches of our relationship. But since two months ago, all is different. It all started with an argument about a senseless small thing. Whenever this happens, we usually cool down after one to two days, where we talk very little. After this period, we make peace and get back to normal life. This time, however, my wife remained in the state of silence and started changing suddenly. She stopped eating and started working out a lot. She applied for a job and got it, and she will start working next month. When she leaves the house, she does not say where she's going or when she's going to be back. Towards our son, she is very impatient and even a bit harsh. Needless to say, our love life has stopped completely, and she is, of course, overly active on her smartphone all the time. When I confronted her after several days, she told me that she wants to be selfish at the moment. She understands that her radical change must be hard and strange for me, but she can't do anything about it. I asked her if she's having an affair, and she said no. Since a couple of weeks ago, we live basically next to each other with very little to no signs of affection. I'm extra nice to her, and every now and then I try to initiate discussions to improve the situation, but I have the impression that I bother her with that. From her side, I see no remarkable effort to change anything. She is not angry or nasty. She is just straight up cold. Today, I found out by coincidence that she created a Bumble account. And for anyone who doesn't know what Bumble is, it's a dating app on your phone. I don't know what's going on or what to do. Is she having a midlife crisis and needs time to overcome this? Or is it already too late and I need to accept that this is the beginning of the end? What should I do? Wow, this seems really sketchy. Like, it really does seem like she is straight up cheating on you. Think about it. All of a sudden, she's acting different. She's no longer the loving wife that you remember. She's treating you and your son like garbage. And that's a big shock to me personally. Like, if I had a partner who was like, look, I'm going to quit my job to invest in my son. And then suddenly she's like, never mind, I'm going to get a job and then treat my son like garbage. I'd be like, whoa, what is going on right now? Like, her behavior is incredibly suspicious. She's not talking to you anymore. She's giving you the cold shoulder. She's obsessed with her phone. And you just found out she has a Bumble account. I mean, I don't want to make any assumptions here, but it really seems like she is straight up cheating on you. And if that's the truth, I'm so sorry that's happening. So hopefully some kind of solution or the truth can come out about what's actually happening. Maybe in the future, some kind of discussion can come about where you can talk to her or something along those lines and figure out the truth once and for all. Because the position you're in right now is awful. And I know if I was in your shoes, I would definitely want answers sooner than later. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and 6-1 since that matters. And what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now.
Am I the jerk for not showing up to my sister's wedding, as well as calling her ungrateful when I helped her in her time of need? Here's what happened. So my sister, who we will call Ashley, that's not her real name, had her wedding yesterday, but I did not attend. Two years or so ago, when she was going through medical depression and required treatment, I had helped her. She didn't have the money, and I was the one who paid for everything for her. None of her friends had helped, and neither did any of our relatives. Much later, when she had gotten out of her issues, I once urgently required some money. I asked her and she refused by saying that she can't help and not to bother her again about it. I was shocked considering how much I spent on her. And when she continued to refuse, I asked her whether she had forgotten what I had done for her. Ashley asked me how I can say that I cured her when it was the medicines that worked and that I wasn't the doctor. She said that it was the medicines and the doctors that treated her and not me. But you know what? I didn't argue. Well, when the wedding date was fixed, I told her that I was not coming. She was surprised and asked me why and I told her that I have better things to do with my time than attending weddings of people like her. She then got mad and asked me what my problem was and that she wants everyone to be present for her wedding. She asked me to not insult her and I told her that she herself had insulted me by brushing away everything I did for her and that she is very ungrateful for not helping me with money when she should have. I told her that I hadn't even asked her for the money back that I had spent on her but she had no humanity at all. So we had an argument and everybody asked me to forget about what she said and just attend. But I did not attend her wedding and I didn't even congratulate her either. So am I the jerk in this situation? What should I do? I don't think you're the jerk here. I mean, obviously help isn't like a transactional thing, but she really is being a jerk for not trying to return the favor or at least saying thank you of some kind. Like it really seems like she got the treatment and then she's like, well, you didn't do anything to help. And it's like, what are you talking about? I literally gave you the money to get better. So I don't think it's totally out of line for you to be like, hey, I'm in a tight situation and I really do need some help. And you would think she would at least try to help you out or at least be there for you in the same way you were there for her. Now, when it comes to the wedding itself, I know that if I was in your shoes, I probably would have shown up. It's obviously not ideal, but at least with the way she acted when you asked her for money, you now know that she is not reliable and you should probably not really help her out with anything like that ever again. I personally don't think it was right just to take it out on her and be like, wow, you're a bad person for not giving me money and then saying, I'm not going to go to your wedding. I don't know. Something about that just seems wrong. Like somebody's wedding is a really big deal. I know personally, I could at least put my grievances aside and try and be there for my sister, but that's just how I would do things. But what do you think? Do you think the original poster here is the jerk? Would you have gone to the wedding even if your sibling was treating you this way? Leave a comment down below. We would love to hear what you have to say. An entitled Karen demands that I hand over my annual pass discount at a famous theme park that we're both attending. And I'm honestly just so blown away by some people's entitlement. Here's what happened. So I have an annual pass to one of the most famous theme parks in all of Europe. I pay about $200 a year for my annual pass and this pass comes with benefits such as a 5% discount on souvenirs and food. And at the time of this story, I just so happened to be in a souvenir shop where I bought some pins because I collect them. In front of me is a woman with a stroller full of goodies. Stuff like kids pajamas, blankets, plushies, all sorts of merchandise and souvenirs. She just finished paying and she sees me holding my pass. She suddenly looks very happy. She says to me, oh, you have an annual pass? I was looking to become friends with an annual pass holder just so I could get my discount. And those were her actual words too, by the way. The cashier just looks at me with a face that says, absolutely not. She turns to the cashier and says to her, can I return all this and buy it again with her discount? But after she said this, the cashier obviously said no. This woman then leaves the shop somewhat annoyed and I go and pay for my pins. 
Jones. I chatted with the cashier for a bit, and he just let out a sigh and said, wow, the audacity of some people. Now, even if I had met her before and she asked for a discount, I would have definitely said no. I pay for my annual pass with my own money. If she wants a discount, she should get her own pass. The only people who can benefit from my discount are family, friends, and me. Not some random lady who buys a ton of souvenirs and feels entitled to other people's discounts. Later on, I walked out of the shop and I saw her talking to one of her friends or maybe her sister about how she could have gotten a 10% discount if people were just a bit nicer to her. For starters, lady, it was only 5%. And I'd be surprised if she actually found somebody to give her the discount with that attitude. So honestly, what's everybody's take on this? It's the shop's policy, of course. But what would you do if someone asked you for a discount just like that? That is honestly insane to me. First off, you're really going to try and return all these items just to take my discount? Sorry, but I don't know you. I'm not going to give that to you for a second. If I paid nearly $200 a year for an annual pass and I was consistently at this theme park, I would not hand out my discount to everybody around me. I would be using it in the same way the original poster did, using it on friends, family, and myself. There are also people who do that when it comes to like going to the grocery store. Like sometimes grocery stores have like a membership thing where you get points for buying stuff at their store and some kind of perks come along with it. But even then, I'm not about to use my points on their stuff. So yeah, if I was in your shoes, I would have done the exact same thing. I would have kept the annual pass to myself because I spent my hard-earned money on it. And I'm not about to give that out to anybody that I see. Thanks for watching. When you subscribe, make sure to hit the bell to turn on notifications so you never miss a video. To finish listening to all the stories, check out the playlist at the top of the description. And if you want some vibey music to put on in the background, check out Easy Mode. If you like Am I the Jerk, check out Am I the Genius. Everything will be linked in the description.